Hello and welcome to another episode of How Are You Holding Up, a mental health podcast by the depressed for the depressed. I'm Chris. And I'm Lindsay. And this week, Lindsay, how are you holding up? <laughs> um, I'm very all over the place and I would like to say I'm not going into another depression cycle, but I did tell my partner a little while ago that I think I am. Um, so I am trying to not go too far down that rabbit hole. Chris, how are you holding up? Same. Yeah. <laughs> Hard same. Um, I was I... funny. Earlier, Chris told me that he was possibly going or is going down the depression tunnel and um, was trying to fight it. And I was like, huh, funny. <laughs> yeah we're both at a at a super cool low today gang so this uh this week's episode is going to be a little bit more on our old school experiential style of just talking our shit out um nothing too educational this week uh if anything but i think every now and then you just gotta exercise them demons yeah. I've also been playing a lot of The Witcher, so... <laughs> I think a lot of people could vibe with that. <laughs> yeah, it's been, uh, it's, been, it's been fun. It's my first time playing through it, so it was super cool times. But, um, yeah, so I'm definitely going down a depression spiral. I know it, I feel it. I have an appointment with my therapist this week and my psychiatrist this upcoming weekend. And I frankly don't really know what to tell them this time. It's uh, it's an interesting set of circumstances when you're just like, what have I told you that I haven't said hundreds of times now? And it hasn't improved and it hasn't changed. And you feel like it's not going to work. It's never going to work. It's just uh, it's just the same old, same old. You told me something earlier that you were, you've been experiencing disassociation a lot this last month. Yeah. It's been a lot of me very much checking out... Um, a lot of the time, whether I am out in public or by myself. How would you describe disassociation? Sorry to interrupt you, but how would no, you describe no. disassociation to maybe some folks out there who don't know what that feels like or what that looks like? Um, what is that experience like for you? I think it's um, I will say I think it's different for each person. Um, for me, it's like a, a cave or a tunnel somewhere that has really crazy acoustics. And it's like whatever the last thing I heard or read or did, whatever that last thing is, is on a reverb. Weird. I just hear it or see it or experience it on a constant feedback loop. And I'm sitting there just trying to 
recognize that the rest of the world is still going on, but in my head, it's, uh, it's just that one thing. And it doesn't even necessarily need to be something that's triggering or something that's, you know, it, I, it could have been just something as simple as, I don't know, I, I ate a French fry and I'm just sitting there chewing that French fry and I'm not even like enjoying it or I'm not focused on it. I'm, I'm simply just there. And it's different from zoning out. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. For me it is. So for me, when I disassociate, I can hear everything that's happening around me. I'm there, but I'm usually staring at one point somewhere and getting like that tunnel vision. Mm-hmm. And I emotionally am completely disconnected from everything. It feels like I'm in a ball of cotton. Mm-hmm. And I can't integrate what is being said. Like I can hear it, but I'm not um, soaking it in. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, 100%. I'm, I'm able to hear what's being said or i'm able to hear what's going on around me and that's uh that's great (laughs) it's great that i can still hear things i'm not completely shutting out the world but none of it is it's it's all charlie brown adulting at that point yeah it's it's (laughs) nothing It's, it's it's a whole bunch of noise signifying nothing so it's really if you're new to the podcast um We've, it's very, or if if you've been with us for a few episodes at this point, it's frustrating. And I'm sure some of you have experienced this where you start feeling like, wow, I'm I'm like, I've been working on myself. I've been doing all the things that they say that we should be doing. I've been trying to kind of climb out of where I am and I, and I feel like I've made progress. And then you start feeling yourself slipping back and it's like quicksand. And, um, Chris here has been on medication and has been trying, um, some new meds to help focus. Adderall, mm-hmm. yes, yeah, and you and and for a while, did you feel like it was making a difference? Ever? It uh, it absolutely was. I felt uh, I was a little more energetic. I was able to focus for the first time in months, if not over a year, and that was great. Um, I, I was doing like ten milligrams a day for a few weeks. And then suddenly I was like, I'm not getting as much out of this. Let's try 15. And then that was that was helping. Um, and it's one of those those uh, those medications that you have to be kind of careful with. Also, uh, it can be addicting and habit forming. It can be something that can be abused. Uh, so I kind of have to keep a keen eye on that. But. I'm not, you know, popping four or five of them at a time at this point, but I'm still like, I I have some concerns that my tolerance and my ability to metabolize these kind of medications, like caffeine barely has an effect on me anymore. So I feel like stimulants just might not be anything for me except a heart attack waiting to happen. Yeah. But at that same time, I... I'm still so exhausted all the time that it uh, it's necessary and it's needed. And even like trying things to improve my health, like eating better or less or exercising some or 
whatever it is that I can delude myself into thinking I can keep doing for a while. It all has seemed to fail and continue to do so. And as often as I tell myself that it's okay to fail, you can get back up and try again. I'm running out of gumption. I'm running out of ability to try again. Mm. I feel... uh, (laughs) I feel like a broken record uh, for certain because I've definitely been this way before and I can almost pinpoint episodes where I sounded like this and there were episodes that where I sounded like this that was when listeners reached out in concern and I appreciate that trust me it's something that I can't even fully I I don't even know if I can fully appreciate it as much as I should uh point is though that um yeah i'm in a very 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 dark place do you i know that for me a lot of the time i can usually pinpoint um what is putting me into a spiral whether that is a big emotional event happened and it drained me or I've been eating and drinking really poorly for a long period of time. Like I've got, I'm getting better at reading the rhythms of what is affecting me and why it's pulling me down. Do you have that for you? Do you, are you, you mentioned that you think that, you know, it's because of work partially. Um, I mean, work is the only thing that I go to that I feel a little like myself, ironically enough. Most people go to work and they completely remove themselves from who they are. Uh, I, on the other hand, uh, simply don't. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's a good work environment. We, we're really lucky with our coworkers and a lot of the people. It's, uh, it's everything else. Oh. I can't pinpoint any one thing in particular. Um, which sucks. It sucks a lot when you can't, when you can't pinpoint what exactly is bothering you. I, uh, I've been troubled in the past with kind of a wide scope, uh, thinking. Mm -hmm. I think a lot more globally at times than I do local. Mm -hmm. And so the events of the world often have a much greater effect on my mood uh, then I would hope, considering the relative powerlessness that we have over global events. Yeah. But aside from that, uh, I feel completely powerless and hopeless in my own life, in my own direction, in my own development. And... I've gone this long with having uh, support from friends and family, and I 
can't uh, it does nothing. Well, you don't know that because you don't, I don't know if you've experienced it without support from friends and family. And I think the, the verbiage that is used when you're getting depressed can be a lot of more like all or nothing. Mm -hmm. And I think maybe I think like I, I, I totally believe that you feel that way and I'm not discounting your feelings, but I think to say that, Oh, this help and all this support, like it's really done nothing for me at all. Um, you have no, I guess none of us know how things affect us and how much they affect us, you know, and has mm -hmm. it fixed or cured your depression? No, but maybe it's helped you in ways you, you don't know. Possibly. It could yeah. have kept me from going yeah. much worse, I'm sure. Yeah, but I know what you're saying and um, I didn't want to discount your feelings, but I wanted just to point out that once when you, the general you, um, is going into a depression or falling down to a depression, some of the verbiage we use can be a lot more intense and um, dark than you would normally use. Where So it's like everything is this way. Everyone feels this way. I feel like this all the time instead of it being um, right now this isn't helping as much as it should kind of a thing. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's very that's – very true and very true for uh my situation because i'm sure by tomorrow morning i'll be yeah <laughs> in better spirits or something i'll have my mask more firmly affixed which mm. in a in a way does in its own way i should say does help a little bit because even even putting on the mask even having the visage of happiness or something it's it, it can be kind of like a pilot light yeah um in, in it's in its own weird way where just the little spark of remembering how things are not all bad it is hard when you're kind of running low on your happy chemicals in your body, though, <laughs> to um, or experience that. We've talked about this in the past. It's interesting. Um, when you are depressed or going through a depression, beginning the depression cycle, um, you cannot remember what it feels like to feel good. And mm -hmm. you remember maybe having happy moments, but you don't feel like, well, I never really felt fully happy or I've never really felt fully satisfied or, or you know, and going through that is so frustrating. It's so frustrating. Um, I'm sorry that you're going through this right now. Yeah, it's uh, it's frustrating for me, but it's probably equally frustrating for anybody around you. Also, uh, when when you know that somebody is going through it and you feel a certain amount of powerlessness to help them, uh, it can yeah. be equally frustrating. Uh, if you are, as uh, some of us are, we are very self-sacrificing <laughs> to the people in our lives. Yeah. And uh, just having that uh, that feeling of... Well, I want to help them. I want to do so much for them. I want to be there for them. You can. You can be there for them. You need to let them know that you're there for them. 
but it's not going to cure everything. There yeah. are no cure-alls. There is just the process. Which is it why is we the... also do the experiments. So this would probably be a good time for us. We do, if you're new to the channel, um, we do an experiment here or there to see if it'll jumpstart us out of our funk, if it helped at all. Um, and so I'm looking forward to our next one. Yes, <laughs> it should be coming up in the next week or two, I believe. Yes, I think so. Lindsay, how are you? Uh, how are you coping on your end with your your own struggles? Um, I am working very hard at um, practicing gratitude at the end of the day, even when I don't feel like being gracious or thankful. Um, I am struggling with some inter an interpersonal a relationship that I have I've had it for a long time. Um, I'm somebody I care about very much, and some strange things happened uh, unexpectedly, and mm -hmm. they have decided to not be in my life. And when someone that you care about and you have an argument mm -hmm. and you stand up for yourself and they reject that and then decide not to talk to you anymore. Um, I, have a I have a very hard time not being anxious about it, not being codependent, not trying to figure out why are they doing this? What did I do? Um, I did that a lot at first. It was like, what, am I the toxic one? Am I being toxic here? Did I do something wrong? Because I don't really fully believe that one person is always wrong. Even if it's mm -hmm. like, well, this person did a lot of the wrong. This is like 95%. It's like, well, what did I, what could have I done better? What did I do um, that pushed this person away? And then mm. I had to look at the full um, situation and the years and years of this friendship and what's been going on. And it, it's pretty difficult because we share a lot of friends um, mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, the workplace sometimes. And um, so it's hard when you love someone and you want them to be happy genuinely whether you're in their life or not um but you don't feel like they can articulate that back to you it's very painful and so mm -hmm. i've been trying not to let that completely consume me because i don't think it's fair to myself or to the people who aren't loving yes in my life um so i don't and i haven't been there was a few days that were really rough but i have often you know whenever you're mourning anything whether you're mourning the death of someone or your pet, whether you're mourning the end of a relationship, friendship, romantic, or with a family member, mourning mm -hmm. a dream, mourning in general, you have a lot of stages and you flip around. And sometimes you're so angry and sometimes you're so sad and sometimes you just feel like you've really accepted it. And then sometimes you like fight with yourself with like, no, 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 this isn't how, like it's going to be fine. It's going to be totally fine. <laughs> I think the worst thing is in this scenario for me is I know that it'll never go back to what it was. Um, I don't think it should. And, mm -hmm. um, and it's just very painful for me. And I know right now a lot of people are going through the same thing where they are losing 
or have lost somebody um, and there's nothing you can do about it. Um, yeah. So trying to allow myself to mourn it appropriately, but not too obsessively. <laughs> that makes sense. It makes perfect sense. Um, it is. It is never easy when people grow apart. Yeah, and that's really the case. A lot of times is there may not be you know complete fault here or there. Sometimes people just grow apart in different ways. It, it can be difficult to recognize that the transition of your life to something better or something worse. Yeah. It happens. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for me, what helps uh, is definitely um, being around people who are actively loving of me. And I know that sounds silly or kind of confusing, but when people reach out to hang out with me or when people just send me a little, some like sweet message, or if, um, I had a friend who I was trying to, I'm trying to pick up drawing just as a hobby, um, mm -hmm. whether I'm good or bad, just, just for the, just for the joy of learning it. And, um, somebody brought a book like day by day drawing and she let me borrow it. And just those little things that are thoughtful. Somebody went out of their way during their day to think of me and share that moment with me. And I realized that a lot of people in my life I've had over the years didn't do that. And I was that person to them. I was trying to be like over thoughtful and over giving and then expecting that back and mm. um, not getting that. So, yeah. yeah. So trying to become aware of the people in my life who are sending me positive energy and, and, um, and, and are actually being active in my life in a good way. That's um, great. That's helpful. But, you know, it doesn't it doesn't take away uh the darker moments. No. Of course. Of course. Of course. That'll get better. Yeah, we just have to keep keep trying. Yeah. It sounds like my dryer went on. I wonder if you guys can hear that. <laughs> I couldn't hear it, so I think we're safe. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But I, um, I guess as a sort of last thought uh, for the episode, um, one of the things that has been, uh, for lack of a better term, uh, weighing on me and my mind is uh, the the. Um, that that I know we've talked about it in an, uh, an episode, but the uh, the crushing loneliness. You may be surrounded by people. You may be surrounded by friends. You may be surrounded by family. You may have dozens of people who love and care about you and reach out for you and make time to see you and all that. And sometimes you f still don't feel like it is enough. It is something that I struggle with constantly, uh, and it's something that I feel is probably the most challenging uh, part of what I'm currently experiencing. So if you are out there and currently experiencing something similarly, 
you are not alone. Because in that darkness, I am there with you. If nothing else gets through, we have each other. And that's, that's okay. I'm there too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Lindsay's there too. It's important to know we're both there. But uh, I will hopefully come back next week with better tidings. Hopefully this week will... I will improve somehow. Don't worry, guys. I will make sure he gets lots of hugs this week. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. Um, we know this episode was just kind of a, you know, a discussion, but I think it's important to hear two people who are going through it and, um, and hopefully you can connect to it and that might make you feel just a little bit better. So thank you again. Yes. For listening. As, as for us, follow us on Instagram at Hey Who Podcast, uh, like our Facebook page, subscribe to the subreddit. <laughs> If you want to support us directly, visit our Patreon. Or if you want to send us something directly, go ahead and email mailbag at howareyouholdingup.com. Yeah, email us. Send us your favorite YouTube video or GIF. Comment comment on the post this week for the Instagram. Leave us leave us a nice thought. We we love hearing thoughts. Yeah, I like thoughts. Thank you guys. Thank you for the emails. We will um, we will all talk soon. And as always. Don't, Don't tell, tell us to just get, get over it. it.